0: News, your news, your Limerick Today with
1: Joe Nutsch on Live 95. Limerick's Toll Cottages, if you know, you know, if you don't, we might get our guest to explain it and uh, a quite amazing mural project that uh, is being undertaken there. The project leader is Cormac Dillon from Limerick School of Art and Design and he's joined by Michelle who is one of the students, she's doing an MA in fine art and involved in this, uh, along with other students and recent graduates of LSAD. And you are both very welcome. Good morning to good you. Good morning,
2: Joe. Thank you for having us
1: on. So, Cormac, first of all, as I say, explain the Toll Cottages first, and then we'll talk about the project itself.
0: So, is uh collaborations, funding through um, the Limerick City and County Council and then Creative Ireland um so a portion of funding was given over to the Limburg school of art and design around kind of creating a a project where the environment would be kind of professional development for recent graduates and current students so there was four students in total um across multiple disciplines of sculpture graphic design um uh, painting and um and uh, and master students michelle herself um so and it was just a opportunity for them to get professional skills to learn how to from concept to fruition to um, to every aspect of a project, um, to move through it and learn skills in a support supported framework. Um, so a lot of skills they might have risk assessments, they might have engaged at how to create a mural, kind of more socially engaged practices. All those kind of skills that um in a real world kind of setting where there there is an output for them, um, and they get to create them and they get to find their own kind of sense of, of what kind of artist they might be in that more um kind of less centralised kind of in school setting and more in a real world kind of setting.
1: Michelle, put in a bit of context for us. Then, um, where are the toll cottages? Uh, and you know, they, they have a, a certain history attached to them. In Limerick yes, well. Joe,
2: the toll cottages are just opposite King John's Castle. Um, and uh, this this project was very exciting for us because um, it was uh, you know uh, all about collaboration and you know to engage with uh, the local community in that area. And uh, also to uh, engage with local historians and authors to come up with our concept. How do you
1: even begin with uh, that? You know, the the research required so, to ensure that it yeah, fits.
2: Yeah, it's it's quite. Um, it's it's any project that we partake. Uh, well, com- coming from a sculpture and combined media uh, elective within LSAD is all about the research. So what happens is. You you know, if you're given a topic or you come up with a topic yourself, um, it starts off with researching that particular topic. And that's where your ideas come from as an artist. That's where you get your ideas from is to, you know, is to almost become an expert on that topic. And that's that that's where we started off uh you know as a, an elective um so
1: what did you learn so about what we the Toll cottages a very
2: there's a th- what we learned about the toll cottages in that particular area was, is actually fascinating um and we started off with talking to a uh, local historian Dennis O'Shocknessy. So um we were trying to come up with what what you know an idea of what we were going to paint on the mural. Um so we we, we started to speak to uh you know Dennis and another local historian uh and author of twenty years, Sharon Slater. She's actually an award winning um historian. We know Sharon well, yeah. I'm the so um there was there was a certain tone um from other parts of research from w- we engage with some of the members down there. We also are some of the, the not the members, the the community down there and we also went up to um Limerick City Build um to find out what they were doing up there so there was a certain tone coming back from the um from the mar- it was a, a marginalized community so um but the the most fascinating um and uh enthralling learning part for me was to discover that uh there is an Isle, that song, There is an Isle, actually has its roots in Athlunkard Street in on King's Island. Um, now, I can talk you through that history. It's amazing. And a lot of people in Limerick would not know that, that that song actually has its roots down on King's Island. It was adopted by Shannon Rugby Club in the 1960s. And Dennis O'Shaughnessy was part of that story, uh, that he told us um you know that he had worked in the Limerick leader and uh, Shannon rugby club were playing i think uh, a big replay of uh, against UCC and he printed the words of that song with a fellow colleague of his or a friend of his um on an old printing press in uh the Limerick leader and they brought up um the words of that song uh, handed them out to the spectators in case they won now if they didn't win he wasn't going to hand out the words of the song so it actually uh, the the roots of the song um, nobody actually knows where it originated from but there are beliefs it, th- that it was brought, uh, well, stories that it was brought over from the Welsh Fusiliers when they were stationed in King John's Castle. Ah, that's
1: interesting. Yeah, and there's because s- I'd, I'd heard it had its roots in Scotland. There was well, another room that went wrong. That's because
2: of the word "Bonnie," but there's ah, no yeah, there's no the, proof the word of "Bonnie" that. is mentioned in the song. Fascinating. But it, that's it, it's it's just a theory, right? Um, but we have, um, through Dennis's writings, uh, he, you know, he's, he's written a, a few books in his time. And, um, he actually said, you know, contrary to, to popular belief that the song, uh, was originally sung in St. Mary's Convent in King's Island. And the storyteller, uh, the late storyteller and historian, uh, Martin O'Farrell, Claims that an aunt of his, Miss Maria Lynch, told him that the song was first introduced to the children by a Miss Casey in in the convent and she thought the children had okay. to learn to, how to sing the song. O- okay, so
1: yeah. uh, how did all of that research then manifest itself uh, in the artwork on the Toll Colleges, the mural, Cormac? Yeah, so it's trying to
0: how, to how can you take that wealth, a um, mass massive amount of research and. And um, distill it into something that can just be very easily ac- accessible and very easily inter, um, you you going to understand it in a very quick snippet. So I think they're most recognizing is there is an Isle. Um, the guys very much wanted that, uh, Michelle touched on it there, the kind of marginalized community that the, the, the song, if you turned, there is the kind of, it's almost a, a statement kind of like there is an isle you know and to reinterpret and kind of redistribute the that feeling that they kind of witnessed and understood when they were there and to speak it loudly and as proudly as possible um, on that uh, and then in the background as well there's kind of just an abstraction of the, the roads from King's Island as well um, so it's kind of in the background and it meddles and, and changes colour while it interacts with the lettering as well um, uh, How big is the mural then? So the mural is. I think it's. There's four four bungalows there. So I'd say you're talking maybe 20 meters and maybe um, two and a half meters tall. But then there's under the last on the left hand side. There's um, it's a three story building almost. But the rest of it is is one story buildings, but two and a half meters high. I mean that's a huge it's amount huge. of artistic work as well, isn't Absolutely
2: it? Absolutely huge. Uh, there was uh, the five of us. Um, uh, we're working on that for over a three-day period, and I'll tell you, Joe. Every day, I went home I was straight into bed. I believe And slept like a log, and back in there, bright and early of the following morning, and and just repeat, repeat, repeat. Exhaustion. It took me a few days now to get over the painting of that mural. It was so big. How prominent and visible is it then? Well, we wanted what we wanted to do, Joe, from the tone of that research that we um you know uh, we were getting the feedback from the community the feedback from lit- uh, from our research from limerick city build um was that they there they they feel that they're sort of forgotten about i suppose a little bit right over in in you know one of one of the the, the biggest black spots in europe not in just limerick for unemployment so you know and it's all about the address you know, uh, there's one particular, uh, uh, community member that I spoke to that had said she had applied for a job, um, in a local, uh, well, a national retail company in the city and because of where she lived on St. Mary in St. Mary's Park she couldn't get the job okay. so her parents moved to another area she applied for the job and within okay. a week she got so, the
1: job right, so that shows the 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 the, the view of pe- yes. pe- how they how they see it yes. as well from their own yes. their own perspective but one thing that is the case about murals is the, the tradition is more guerrilla isn't it that it, it's it's more seen as coming from the outside in this obviously is art you know through research through connection with the council through connection with the Limerick School of Art and Design does that alter it um, I don't think so because in the sense of what
0: well, graffiti comes from like uh, there's a massive history in America um, and its roots there but as it's been developed there's more artists that are coming through that might have college backgrounds um, street artists that have the process is very similar so I have a, a street art background so I kind of help develop them all the kind of the practical skills um, the hard skills on the project and the how they research and everything like that how they learn is very similar to how a lot of other street artists come at the at this um, at, at a mural, but I think it's also much more an opportunity to to really focus on socially engaged and communities and and going into the communities and how can artists be, uh, listen to the communities to create art that speaks to what those communities feel and has another story that is not an artist maybe coming in and seeing from an external point of view like you just said, what they think is the reality or what they might like just to paint because some people just paint aesthetically beautiful murals, some artists really like to have a meaning behind the murals but some are just highly skilled people that paint beautiful murals. So this is kind of another kind of string to that bow maybe that it's a community engaged socially engaged mural that has more meaning
1: to the people maybe living in Locality, Right. Uh, and uh, from what distance is this visible, Cormac, for people?
0: I think I was working across the river um, near the Clarion and I saw the mural down there. Um, I was working on, on a roof um, as labourer for a while and I saw the mural from down there. So it's you can see it from... Massive distance across Limerick, anyway, because it's really bright. And that was the aim of the the four artists, especially, was to make it as bright and as punchy as possible. Uh, just because it is that statement, it is there is an aisle, kind of, chill you know.
1: And finally, what considering you're studying this in terms of the AMA, I mean, what's the biggest artistic lesson that you learned from this, Michelle?
2: Well, to um, research, research is uh, is key, is paramount to. Any artists, um, especially in, in what I do. Um, and also, you know, for, I've never painted a mural before. And the lesson, the, the, the lessons that, um, I suppose what I've learned, what I've gained, the skill sets that I've gained from this, you know, has been incredible. I, you know, I would not. Afraid now to, you know, to participate in uh, the painting of another mural because of those skill sets, you know, and and the other artists, you know, we had a painter, one who Grace, the who came from the painting discipline, and also um, Ryan is from sculpture. the sculpture, and um, Jack McKeown's Jack then, uh, is from the graphic design ba- background, so we were able to share. Um, all our knowledges with each other from all those backgrounds. So we, do, we, we got, you know we've, we've learned new skill sets from from all oh. those types of disciplines
1: OK well listen people will now know when they see yes. this uh, amazing visual facade on the tall cottages, the mural, the history of it and it is really really interesting and, and we thank you both very much for coming in and talking to us this morning. Michelle Hickey who is a student the MA in fine art and was involved and the project leader Cormac Dillon from Limerick School of Art and Design. Thank you both very much Thank what you to to say, very d- much.
0: Um, one thing do we have uh, next Tuesday yes. on in St Mary's uh, Community Centre we have a Uh, at the showcase where we're releasing the zine of the project so if people, members of the public want to come down and engage with us, that would be really
1: appreciated. What time Uh, is that? um,
2: From 6 to 8 in In St Mary's community on Tuesday night.
1: Brilliant. All you. Well done for getting that in. Thank you very much. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutch on Live
0: 95.